five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Hello and welcome everyone to Truth, Beer, and Consequences. So this is the podcast where my co-host and I listen to all the Cincinnati-based craft beer podcasts, media, (laughs) YouTube videos, all that stuff from the previous week. And then we get together at a podcast host. And today we are back at Higher Gravity Summit Park, at least for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, We're going to go to Kolsch night. Yeah. And Northern Row. That's going to be fun. Yeah, it's going to be great. Uh, And... Thank you to Higher Gravity for being a gracious podcast host. And if you have not already pre-ordered your Higher Gravity beer vent box, do it. They're starting to run low on their numbers. And once they sell out, you cannot get one. So go to Higher Gravity Craft Can't House. get no. H-A-U-S dot com to pre-order yours. And just remember, they will not be available until mid to late November. So don't believe any emails that say it's ready if you order shortly after, after listening to our episode. So hopefully there aren't too many consequences from the host of the other podcasts. We're doing all right, but you never know who shows up to Kolsch night. Yeah. Uh, and so <clears throat> my name is Marco. I'm a taproom manager here locally. And that other voice that you heard belongs to the best co-host in podcast landia. I am Julia. And I just noticed that there is a whole bunch of grass on the wall yeah. behind the wine. Uh, the wine display it's here artificial at- turf. Oh, um, so you got to put all that grass, all that artificial turf that they're taking out of football stadiums somewhere. Yeah, yeah it's, it's true. It's safer. To play on actual grass and not our. It helps with the acoustics as well. Quit none of this like logic and like makes sense stuff. We're not about that. Nah. But yeah, um, I I notice things sometimes, sometimes not. <laughs> Goes well with the rest of the artificial uh, shrubbery that we have in here. It's it's wonderful. Yeah. They have very it's a very nicely, wonderful bush up there. Do you yeah, see? Yeah, yeah. It's very nicely trimmed. Yep. Very yes, yes, yes. <laughs> it's excellent. So. Uh, Let's see. Uh, thoughts and opinions on this podcast are ours and ours alone. They do not reflect any entity which we may be affiliated with, such as full-time jobs or higher gravity. If you want to get at us, we will tell you how to do that at the end of the pod. Uh, no craft beer podcast would be a good one. And we are the best podcast that talks about Cincinnati-based craft beer podcasts. Thank you to all of you who have listened for a long time, and thank you who are just starting to listen. Uh, if you don't really get it, uh, go listen to a few more episodes. You will, I promise. And if you don't, at least we get your clicks for that. Uh, so, Julia, what you drinking? I am drinking Grounded in Reality. It is a hazy IPA from Phase 3 Brewing. Uh, it's new on, on the tap list, and it's pretty dead going good. Good. Yeah. How about you? I'm having one that I had last week, uh, B&D IPA from Masthead. Nice. That was a good one, too. I really enjoyed that one. Pretty good. Yeah, pretty, pretty good. good. All right, well, we have stuff that we need to do, and uh, we kind of need to get out of here a little bit early, so let's just roll right on into it. Um, we have four shows that we're going to talk about. We are going to talk about Adam Makes Beer. We are... Let's Ooh. also mention what is coming next week. Uh, yes, some of these yes, we, yes, yes. Some of this we pushed off for two weeks. So um, we did also listen to, on top of what Julie and I are about to actually go into with review, we did also listen to uh, Think Beer, Drink Beer. Uh, which is a podcast hosted by John Hall, um, you know, very notorious, uh, famous uh, beer writer, and um, you know, a beer dude. Um, he's also co-host of uh, Steal This Beer with Augie Carton. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's one of the contributing editors to uh, is it Rate Beer or 
rapier um, that does all about I beer. Be- I believe so. I believe it's rapier. I mean, he's involved in yeah. so, so, so many things, but very well-renowned guys. So we're going to be talking about one of his episodes that it's an important conversation that has nothing to do with Cincinnati beer, but just kind of the craft beer scene in general and just people in general. Uh, it's something that we have had in our show notes and have mentioned for over a year. So uh, we're going to talk about that next week. That is the episode specifically about the 988 uh, beer. Exactly. And if you're not sure what that is, check it up. Do a little bit of research before we talk about it next week. And then the other one that we're going to talk about, uh, Marco, you, you found this one, and I am so glad that you did. How Not to Start a Damn Brewery It's going to be the episode where our good friend Michael from Medina talks all about how, uh, how to or how not to start uh, a distribution company, yep. more or less. But again, we are kind of short on time this week, so we are pushing those off to next week just to make sure that we can give them the the time and the the credit and the attention that they deserve in our recap instead of just saying, hey, here's this. Also probably going to cover both episodes of Craft, Craft Parenting, Parenting Pod, Pod. Yep. with uh, the Cincy Brews Traveler and the his wife, wolf. the wolf. Yeah, yeah. They, they're going to put it out as a two-part uh, series. So part one is already out. Uh, but just so people don't kind of forget what they were talking about from week one to week two, we are waiting for both episodes to be out. And then we're just going to recap it all in one fantastically amazing and funny swoop. All right, let's get started with episode 15 of Adam Makes Beer, or as I like to say, just Adam Make Beer. Adam Make Beer. I don't add S's to things, like Kroger. Yeah. Because you just, you just don't do that. Or Walmarts. Or Walmart, yes. This is a very, we've talked about this before, it's a very technical, it's, I'm going all over the place already. It is a YouTube show. It is video, but he is taking some of his YouTube videos and transposing them into podcast forms, such as his interviews, his monthly live Q&As, and some of his other more longer form videos are hitting the podcast stream, which is why we're talking about it. Most of his episodes are about brewing technique. Uh, They're very technical. I feel like it is aimed more towards the brewer, the business, and not necessarily towards the general public. You can get something out of it no matter who you are whenever you want to listen to it but because not all of his episodes are really about Cincinnati beer we're just going to touch on the ones that do feel like they hit closer to home and this one was an open interview with uh, Chase Legler from Sonder and so that's why we're going to touch on a few points out of that uh, episode of Mm -hmm. Adam Makes Beer yes a little bit of a a disclaimer there were some audio issues uh, on Chase's side that hit about 24 minutes in but they do get those resolved um does stay a little bit crackly through the end of the episode. So as you're listening, when you hear those happening, just give it a couple minutes. It all works out. So don't let that, uh, don't, don't turn it off early because of that. Uh, this was his September industry pro interview. So he does one of these monthly, sometimes twice monthly. So if you're interested in him talking to other brewery professionals, he has a whole bunch of them, both on podcast format and the video format on his YouTube channel. Uh, it started out by going into how Chase got into the industry. Uh, he pretty much started at age 12 in New Glarus sweeping the floors. Mm-hmm. So he not only started off from day one in the brewing industry, but he started off in one of the, not that I've been there personally yet, it is on the bucket list, nice. but one of the most Mine as well. well-known breweries in the U.S., that's great. I mean, something about being at a place since you were in diapers uh, really helps to, to shape 
uh, the type of person you end up becoming. Right, absolutely. I mean, and plus you kind of see the behind the scenes, you know all about the the potential pitfalls of having a brewery, starting a brewery, working in a brewery before you go and decide, I'm going to kind of join up with, with another new startup brewery in a city that I've never been to before, and we'll see how that's going to go. A uh, couple of brewers cutting it up, so mm-hmm. of course they had to eventually end up talking about lagers. Oh, yes. So yes, you can't yes. have you can't have brewers get together without talking about lager. I mean, and you just it's it's like a rule. It's like us mentioning West Side in a podcast. It just has to happen. Oh, absolutely! And they focused heavily on every brewer's favorite method of yeah. lagering. Oh, you can't talk about lagers without talking about this the, fucking thing. Yeah. Well, do I even want to say it? No. It's is is it? It's more than four letters, but is it kind of a four-letter word to some? It's a weird places? word too. No, you it know, let's word. go ahead and just say it. It's decoction. <laughs> decoction. Yes. And that's you not either, where you take the backbone out of a chicken. No, that's spatchcocking. Right. Yes. Not the different <laughs> kind of cocking. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, one of the things I loved about this interview is Chase said that you should always be learning and always know your why for whatever you're involved in. There should be a reason that that you're doing what you're doing because you either love it or because... It, it allows you to grow a part of yourself that maybe another industry, another profession, another hobby might not be able to. Yeah. And, good. They, yes, they did talk about that as well as um, the balance between uh, work and life and mm-hmm. brewing and mm-hmm. brewing pay. And you know, it's, it's, it's about an hour and 20 minute conversation mm-hmm. that gets kind of in the weeds uh, behind, you know, inside baseball. Very and then, yeah. um, but to somebody who's really, really interested in that, um, that kind of stuff and, and has a passion, I think they will just, just oh, they'll eat it love up. This. Absolutely. Absolutely. A couple other uh, quick notes that I have before we move on. Cause again, it, it was a very technical in-depth conversation and there's only so much that we can say. Talking about just... specific malts and uh, right. the love of bond of right. this and, you know, just it's. It, it gets deep in there. It really does. It was all interesting. It was always just a fantastic listen, but it's not something that I feel that we need to go into super in-depth. We want you to listen to it. That's the whole point of why we're doing our show. Uh, the other two notes that um, that I had on this, because you just touched on on one of them, uh, beer talk and finding old sixtals of beer that become the secret water cooler for brewers at that Sonder. That find happens. out what that is and find out the secret code word that may or may not get you a pour from the sixo wall while it still has something in it i will say that when they started talking about some of this stuff it's funny because i was in the right circles to know some things about the planning and startup of sonder Mm -hmm. that i mean maybe even chase chase doesn't even know that i knew but one of the fun things was when they first got their fooder Mm -hmm. and one of my favorite beers that has ever come out of Cincinnati is that lager, undignified, that came out of that fooder. Mm-hmm. And to hear Chase talk about that process was awesome. I'll never have that beer ever again. And but now it you was, know a little more about it. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was absolutely just a, just a fantastic, phenomenal, just just perfect expression of what what craft can be. Um, even on a one-off basis, mm-hmm. and it right. was it was a it was fantastic. So, anyways, um, check out Adam Makes Beard. Yes. Uh, check out all the all the shorts and the episodes, and 
has a monthly um, Q&A, which can get up mm-hmm. to like two hours long. Oh, God, yeah, yeah. Um, so, but check it out, uh, Chase from Sonder. And then uh, one thing that wasn't mentioned in the podcast is if you see Chase, say hi. And if you have a deck of cards, ask him to do a magic trick. Hell yeah. And also find out why IT and tech support is Adam's backup uh, you know, profession should brewing ever stop working out for him. Correct. <laughs> all right. Uh, Marco, do you want to move on to Cincy yes. Brewcast? Okay. All right. Cool. Easy enough. Cincy Brewcast, Season 9, Episode 13, Lebanon, Ohio's Neighborhood Craft Brewery. Uh, this was an interview between Gnome and owner-slash-brewer Jake Bordsvold. Uh, they explain kind of the what is and the why of Lebanon Brewery. Uh, they basically paved paradise, and instead of putting up a parking lot... They put up a brewery. That's right. Yeah. Well, I guess they, well, it could have been a firehouse, but you know, that's neither here nor there. Uh, you, They have a really cool thing with their Mexican lager. It's called Control Your Own Lime Adjunct. Mm-hmm. So if you're one of those people that likes your Mexican lager, you like some lime, you don't like, a, you know, some people an, like more, some people like It's less. an innovative twist it on an old a, classic. Quite literally. And that was a really fantastic way to get this podcast started because, as we know, Gnome loves his adjuncted beers. Mm -hmm. And for Jake to just jump in both feet with, hey, we know that some people, the amount of adjuncts can make or break a beer. That's, I mean, everyone has different tastes. They're providing you with a way to to control that yourself with one of their beers. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is absolutely fantastic, very innovative. I absolutely Only love a person it. who worked at extremely large breweries, such as Great Lakes or Brewdog, would even mm-hmm. come up with such an idea. Lagunitas, right. Lagunitas, exactly. yes. Exactly. And that was to kind of jump to that part of the conversation. One of the things that I absolutely loved about him talking about that was when they went into what are the differences between working at such a big production brewery to now Lebanon Brewing Company, which is nowhere near as big as those companies are. Right. And There's not much drama at the LBC. Well, but what I love more than just not no drama or, you know, very little or different kinds of drama, I guess, you get a chance to actually see the response of the community to what you're making. When you're working at a place like Lagunitas, Great Lakes, the company that I'm not going to mention, which, you know, it's I, I dislike the company, not necessarily the local people that just happen to work for said company. Right. There, there is, there they, is a, they there mention is a that. They go they into do, that. They do. They do. But when you're at one of these much larger places, you know, like you might see people out drinking a can of your beer and go, yeah, cool. They, they you know, like the stuff that the company I work for makes. It's a completely different experience when you are brewing the beer and you literally turn around and 12 feet behind you is someone with a pint of a beer that you just pulled out of that tank a day ago and seeing the way that they appreciate it and are enjoying your product. It's just a completely different experience in understanding how consumers are enjoying what you're doing. It hits a whole lot closer to home when you're literally seeing them right there instead of you know, miles and miles away with just a can in their hand, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. Uh, let's see. They talked about the Merzen Festbeer difference to them 
and what they feel makes because it's Oktoberfest season. We're still going through the Oktoberfest quest with with Gnome, which I don't think he's posted one in a while. So we may need to post that. I'm like, I haven't hey. seen one. I was thinking about that today. I'm like, not only have I not seen any Oktoberfest quests, but we're still waiting to find out when the finally is right, going to be. Right. I know he was waiting when on and some, where. I know he was waiting on some emails. Hopefully, we get that information soon. You know what? I bet he's putting them all up on Blue Sky. I bet he got a super secret on invite. Blue Sky. Let me get. Let me and see. I thought I was on Blue Sky. Oh, I, might, right. I might not be. Well, while you're talking about that, I'm going to talk a little bit about how LBC is a very anti-pasty stout, mm-hmm. and this angered the gnome. Like he's like, okay, wait a second. Uh, what about pastry? The high sugar, high like super thick, syrupy, sweet. Tasty stouts. That's his jam. And the fact that Lebanon Brewing Company isn't going to focus on those. I just downloaded it. I didn't. I downloaded the app, but I didn't create an account. Because you can't. You have to have an invite code. Like you legit still can, unless someone sends you a code. Well, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. (laughs) Me either. Ain't nobody sending me no code. Me either. Hey, we we can be anti-blue skyers. How about that? I don't know. That didn't Until we get invited. Until we get invited. And then we're pro Blue Sky. Yeah. I mean, we're all pro for what that's worth. Blue Sky, if you want but to sponsor. Let us know. Send us yeah, an invite. Don't even sponsor. Don't send us money. Just send us an invite. Yeah. Code. Yeah. Yeah. That's all we're asking for. Uh, when exactly is beef stew season? Because that uh, was definitely a rabbit hole that they went down. Yeah. And I have to kind of agree with Jake on that one. Listen to find out what his opinion Hot is. Hot take Jake. And see. Yeah. Literally. I mean, it's beef stew. You don't eat that shit cold. No. Ugh, God, no. Better uh, the next see. day? Yes or no? Uh, there is a new food pairing. <laughs> Didn't I, even I know. answer. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> Didn't even answer. <laughs> Sorry. Beef stew, is it better the next day or not? Yes. Okay, I'm there gonna we say go. Yes. Hot yes, take, Julia. Yes. Way to go out on a limb there. Speaking of hot takes, there is a new food pairing in town. Mm-hmm. Hot dogs and Hellas. Yes. <laughs> it's Marcus laughing. He's like, oh, God, yes, you, you are right. That is a thing. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> for, I don't know. I don't know what else for, there is to say about that. It's a that song that a Jimmy Buffett tribute band would do. Oh, God, speaking of hot dogs and Hellas, <laughs> not wrong. Uh, let's see. They um, they have no plans right here right now? to yes. Okay. They have no plans to package or distribute. They are just doing crowlers, so you can technically get packaged on the spot beer, but they're not planning on doing any other type of. Of cannery bottling, that type of thing. At least for now. I mean, cannery. Who, who knows? Old tomfoolery. Two to exactly, two to five years down the road, maybe their plans will change. But for right now, no, they don't need nope. it. Nope. No, I, I agree. Hey, let's let's do something that's extremely uh, expensive, and uh, the margin is terrible. And why would we do it? Well, we move more beer, get it in front of other people. It's marketing. Exactly. Oh, that sounds uh, like a terrible. A couple idea. other. Yeah, it's it's awful. Unless you're using bottles, that's a great idea. <laughs> right. So, I have two other notes for this episode. They talked about how a beer called Unicorn Butthole has got to be a thing. It has so, to be. So, I did my due diligence. Oh, I knew you were going to. And I looked this up. There currently is not, unless it hasn't been registered, unless it's not on Untapped. So, there might be, but there is nothing, I'm using air quotes, officially called Unicorn Butthole. However, however, there are... There is a beer called Unicorn Butt Sneeze, Ooh. which sounds awful, and Unicorn Ass Fire, which doesn't sound any better. Ah, both from different breweries, so you can't say it's like they're a active. Theme, active on yeah on, okay. on, on the Untapped. I'm just like oh my, and probably at Northern Row. The last probably we'll check it out while we're not we're on Kolsch night though. No, no, you can't get on Kolsch night. 
you get on Monday nights. <laughs> last night, last night, last note that I have. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> last note that I had on this episode. Gnome has never seen the big Lebowski. What? I mean, I've seen it twice, what, 20 years ago or something like that? It's, is it the greatest movie of all time? No. But is it a movie that I feel like everyone really should watch because it is just amazing? Sure. And this is me saying this. Like, I have no leg to stand on because I have not seen some of those movies that I say this about. I've never seen Top Gun. I've never seen Rambo, The Godfather, Rocky. Like, I've seen bits and pieces of them, but never in their entirety. So I really Jesus. shouldn't be saying shit. But because this is our podcast, I'm going to call Noam out for that one. And I'm going to say, yes, I live in a glass house, but I'm going to throw these stones his direction. Damn. Was there anything else you had on this episode of the Cincinnati Brewcast? I don't know. I mean, everything I thought is a lie now. <laughs> well, what do you say we move on to another lie and talk about sure. the weekly pint? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's go. The weekly pint. Last night's episode, episode 186. TWP. How much louder do we need to yell about Ohio beer? Except we said it correctly instead of the way that he titled well, it. Well, yeah. There's a little, little There was uh, a little typo. bit of a thing, yeah. My brain auto-corrected it, so, yeah. you know. Uh, this is going to be super quick because, not that there wasn't a lot to talk about, but it was a slightly rushed episode because the Bengals were playing and kicked the Rams' ass. Barely. I'm not going to try to, like falsely say we crushed that game. I don't want to say it was a nail biter, but it was a little bit but of it was a, a little, mm. I was I was a little clenched there at the end. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I, like, I was mm, a little worried. Mm. Uh, so he originally had weekly pints scheduled for the normal time 9:30, so I sent him a message saying really during the Bengals game. Yeah, that was a great on. idea. Like as a joke, like it was one of those, hey, you know, it's it's fine, it's whatever. So then he sends something back going, okay, change the time, doing it a little bit earlier, doing it at 7.30. So you know him like and that, then, and then you can I, actually and of course, change, you can change things. I, I make things happen, yes. So, of course, then I had to retort with, what, you now schedule this during the pregame session? Come on, what are you doing? <laughs> right. He can't win, basically, is, is what it boils down to. He had a hella fancy pim cup going on yeah. for what he was drinking. Absolutely fantastic. You were making some amazing quips and jokes in the comments. So if you're not participating live in the Weekly Pint to where you're, ch you're chiming in on chat via YouTube or Twitch or Facebook or wherever else he's streaming this, it is a hell of a good time. You should definitely try to catch a live episode because if you're trying to follow the comments watching it after the fact, it doesn't hit the same to me, my own personal opinion. Uh, he's finally in the right century tech-wise. He now is going to have a USB-C device. Congratulations. Good for him. Uh, Congratulations. The, kind of the biggest, the Everything's two, coming together. It really is. The two biggest things. He talked a bit about the taste of Belgium's um, Chamay's dinner. Chamay. Chamay. Chamay dinner. I added an S like to that. I like that. Chamay's. Chamay's. The Chamay's. It's a super, super Chamay. Super Chamay. That guy died? Shipper. The ShamWow guy? Vince or did whatever? he go to... I don't, I he, he went to jail, to right? prison for a while, but I think he's still alive. I think he's still alive? I think he's still alive. Uh, but the two big things that I wanted to mention before we move on Not to like our Shammy final Davis episode. Jr. I know. Shammy Davis Jr. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I'm going to skip to the very end. Great American Beer Fest. Yeah. GABF. We, we gave a shout out at the end of our calendar episode to all the Cincinnati breweries that won medals. We brought him a whole... I say we like I had anything to do with it. Cincinnati breweries brought him a whole bunch of hardware. It is freaking awesome. Awesome. 19 medals total for all Ohio breweries. 
nine medals from Cincinnati, inc- right. including Third Eye getting Best Small Brewery of the Year. I think, again, I think they got that last year as well, mm, if I'm remembering. Did they? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I don't have the right notebook with me, otherwise I would flip back. Yeah, because this is out. notebook number four. Number four, I know. We are we are killing it. Woo. And then the thing that I wanted to spend, I say the most amount of time on, which isn't going to be a lot of time, Barleycorn's Brewhouse selling... Dem- I, like Gnome said, I don't well, want to call it domestic it. beer. Not, yeah. They're not doing it. Uh, not selling, you know, Budweiser, Mick Ultra, because people were asking for it. Miller Lite and Mick Ultra. I have a huge issue with that. And as I'm sure a lot, most craft beer drinkers do. I'd like to say that I do, but I really don't care. I, mean, I, I don't care. I don't care because it's not, they're not in my circle. True, they're not in my true. bubble. What you do to try and stay relevant and try and stay uh no other profitable has to do this right this uh, is you do this you do i like the idea i hate the concept right. i think it's stupid because it takes away the whole idea of people walking like hey i don't know anything about craft beer i don't like craft beer what do you have that's that tastes like you know miller light and that is that brewery's opportunity to say hey we have you know these different options that we make in-house that we think you'd really enjoy because they are in that same vein that same style as <laughs> what you're looking for but instead of doing that they just kind of Turned around, bent over, and said, "Oh, we'll get that for you." So the I, post was hilarious. Yeah. We've heard all of you, and we are happy to say we have listened, and we are now serving. We rolled over Mi- and are showing our Miller Light and Mick Ultra. It's like, hold on a second, right? Right. We've heard so, all of you. So my comment <laughs> was basically, how long until they go from Barleycorn's Brew House back to? Ju- I say back. It's not like this was back. Kind of the same place. But how long until it's just barley corns again? Until it's just a bar, and it's not, and they stop making their beer because no one drinks their beer. They only want the macro stuff that they're used to and they prefer and they like. It's a bunch of bullshit. I think they're doing the craft beer community an incredible disservice. But you know what? Like you said, it's not a place I go to. It's not maybe this in my is a house. So you may, know what? Maybe this is a what play a- to give their brewer like three months off a year or something. I don't know. But are they, they're not going to remove those tabs. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, it's just going to keep getting worse. Oh, hey, you know, because you brought these in, I would really like it if you would bring in, shit, they're going to put some BrewDog bullshit up there next. Yeah, you know what I'd well, really like? Is really that, if you only served a mango cart. Right. That's what like, I'd really want. I just, <laughs> I, uh, Yeah, that's If you want to sell, if you want to sell a product people are asking for that you don't make, the example that I use were seltzers. You're a brewery, you don't make seltzers, people want seltzers. So you bring in a whatever seltzer company, I don't care if it's local or not, fine. But when you're making beer and people say, well, we don't want your beer, we want this other beer, and you go, okay? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. No, I don't know. I don't like it. Well, other breweries bring in guest taps. I don't, you're not wrong, but it doesn't feel like the same at all. You know, no, like it's it, not. It, it, it just, it's just not. No. I don't know. It's not. They bring in guest taps for things they don't have. It's a, it's a hole it's, in what they yeah, yeah, in what yeah. they actually offer. Right. The right. hole in what you offer is not is it's, not b- macro sh- beer. The hole in, the hole in what you offer. Like, are you just gonna stop brewing an American light lager or a Pilsner and just say Maybe. no? Actually, we're just gonna stop. Well, then Maybe. you know what you're gonna do. You are so going to was, very quickly stop selling the rest of your craft what, beer. Which what style was their beer that had that god awful name? 
Oh my god, the, uh, the, that name was awful. Yeah, um, the wet kitty or the stinky cat or like it was one of those. Yeah, like, oh, it was. No, yeah, no, no, that no, that was terrible. The name was terrible. I mean, and even if it was made with Simcoe and it smelled like cat piss, you don't call your beer that. No. No, but yeah, but I mean, you know what I'm talking. But right, it's. Yeah. it's oh, I remember that. I don't know. Yeah, that's that awful. was that. That was also a terrible decision. Any other notes on this episode of The Weekly Pint? No, I'm done with that. All right. Let's roll into the last show that we're going to talk about tonight because we have a whole shitload of Kolsch to drink tonight. We got to go. Um, we got to go. Bruce Guy's Booze News. The Booze News. The Booze News. This is dynamic pricing in bars. Bud Light is down 30% and a potential brewer's strike. This episode came out on the YouTubes on September 25th of 2023. Brett and Mike are back, back. in the USA. They had a great time while they were out. Uh, they gave the last Canada drink limit update ever. They also gave the last France update on the, how the wine industry is doing ever. And they were both pretty much lies on both of those because they continued to talk about them after they said, okay, this is the last thing we're going to say on this. So we'll get, we'll get more and more and more of that. Uh, but what it boiled down to is Canada and France basically both suck when you just want to go to a bar for a drink. That's interesting. Yeah, I didn't realize that, like, I know that the whole sit down and be served uh, culture, if that's the right word, is a lot bigger in Canada, France, all that, than it is here. I just didn't realize you, like, can't just walk up to the bar for a drink. Yeah. I don't know. Interesting. I like that it gives, it, it forces you to sit down and slow down and all that, but at the same time... Now you're adding a whole new level of right. stuff to that. We had another long-awaited Bud Light update. I know that I was waiting with bated breath for what's happening with them next. Right. I'm not going to—I mean, they kind of just say it in you know the, the title. I was going to say, I'm not going to tell you what it is. Dead. You need to watch the episode. Not going to tell I mean, you, though. Not going to tell you. We need you to go to YouTube and look up this episode to see the title to find out exactly what they were talking about. The uh, the potential brewer strike. That was interesting. That's something that I hadn't found uh, in kind of my my news circles. Right. You want to say so, but I mean, good for people that are demanding working wages, living with working wages, living wages, and saying we actually want to be paid for the work that we're doing for what it costs to live these days. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think it could Good. be very interesting, yeah, but sure. uh, for all of you brewers and and brewery owners listening, because I'm sure there are a ton of you listening to this show, listen to this Dozens. episode. Potential government shutdown can't, can't, not really ties into this, but get your label approvals in, all that good stuff. Just what? Yeah, what? I don't know what's going to happen there. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. There's another Anchor Brewing update. Yeah. Hopefully, David will slay Goliath. We shall see. Margaritaville's coming to Northern Kentucky. Great. Mike is incredibly thrilled very about excited. that one. Yeah, he's very excited. He even wore his flamingo shirt. I didn't mm-hmm. realize he was a parrot head, but uh, yeah. hell yeah. So now we know where he's going to be getting drunk every day of the week when uh, when they move into his neighborhood. Uh, let's see. Dynamic pricing in the alcohol industry. That sounds like such a terrible fucking idea. I don't know. Like, how could, how could it? I don't know how legal that is. In the United States. Like, this is other places. This is is abroad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is abroad. I don't know how legal it is. I don't know either. But but I feel like if there's already somewhat of a precedent for that for things like Uber and 
tickets, plane tickets, right. concert tickets, whatever, you know, the closer you get to a certain date, time, whatever, things get more expensive. That that part of it already exists. It doesn't exist in the food and beverage world yet. But is that place downtown still open? What was it called? The beer exchange or exchange some shit or I don't know. Was that pre that was I don't know if they made it through COVID. The one know. where beer prices would fluctuate based off how much people were buying. Oh shoot, I don't know. I haven't heard anything about them in a long time. Yeah, I don't know. And my guess is if they were still around, Brett and Mike would have mentioned it. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, an interesting concept. It's like the, I don't want to say the opposite of what, it, the intention was to do the opposite, which is find the deal and drink the deal until it doesn't become a deal and then switch and drink something else because right, it's a deal. Right, but, but it's, it's not, no. Uh, last note that I had on this episode, this is something that I want you guys to watch this episode to find out about. This is going to be more of a teaser. Ah, uh, tease. It. There is still a church in Cincinnati that has a working Rathskeller. Mm-hmm. So you can go to your service and then immediately after, after your church service, go get drunk with the priest. It's a very Catholic thing to do. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we have to drown away the shame somehow, right? That's it. Yeah. But find out where this is, and who knows? Maybe stop by and have a pint with, Mass with the vicar. I don't know. Done in German. Yes, that those are your. Clues. Don't know why Michael, uh, not Michael, but don't know why Brett didn't know what a vicar was, but or how to say it. Yeah. 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 He was too concerned with uh, doing his hair right for uh, for the show. Why is his Stein his mug look so <laughs> small? Because what Mike's drinks out drinks out of is like ginormous. It's a ratio thing. It's it's almost like a. Uh, an optical illusion. Yeah. You know that he's got a big mug. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big mug. Big mug. Hmm. <laughs> Put a couple of goldfish <laughs> in that thing that he's drinking out of. It's not a fishbowl. It's a schooner. Schooner. Even, even though he called it a fishbowl a couple episodes ago. It's a schooner. So I still call bullshit once again, once again on Gnome. Okay. It's okay. Uh, uh, this, this was a very rushed episode. We got but, somewhere we got to be. But we have somewhere we needed to be. And really, the podcast that we talked about, that we were just able to dive deep enough into them to hopefully get you interested and make you want to listen to these shows because that really is what we are all about. We want you to be interested in what we say about them to make you go, huh, I want to know more about this or wow, did they really say that? And you go and listen to all of these absolutely mm. amazing shows. What? Get ready for next week when we cover not only the local stuff, but also a couple national podcasts. It's going to be big. It's going to be, it's going to be great. It's going to be big. Huge. 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 Uh, with that being said, uh, if you want to let anyone know about the show, you can do that uh, or I'll share links to i'm i'm kind of completely screwing up this outro but you know what that's fine it's okay. our show we can do we can do whatever we truth want beer pod. truth beer pod on all the social media platforms truthbeerpod.com for links to all the social media platforms as well as patreon i have been putting out our unedited well mostly unedited episodes i cut up the silences when we get drinks or if i have a coughing fit in the middle of the show you guys don't want to hear that but Patreon subscribers are getting 45 minutes to an hour worth of extra content for our shows. Probably not going to do it with this one because it's already damn short and there's not a lot that I'm going to have to right. cut out of it. But you're welcome. But you are welcome to Patreon. Uh, and um, yeah, go have a go have a beer with a friend, several friends, 
and just support local Cincinnati craft beer. We are bringing home medals from everywhere, and it is absolutely amazing. And I am so freaking happy to be a part of this great city. With that being said, Marco, what are you going to be doing next Tuesday? Uh, This here with you. That's the plan, at least. Cheers. Sounds great. I will see you there. Have a great one, guys. Bye.